In today's podcast, we're going to cover more on how to put on a hands-on fitness challenge. In particular, we're going to cover the post-challenge coaching session, which helps bring everything together so that the challenger sees their results and you have the opportunity to repackage them for either a maintenance program or towards their next goal. I'll give you a list of things to also go over in your post-challenge coaching session to make sure you can get a referral, reviews, so that you're still growing your fitness business even after the challenge is over. Since photos are so important to promote the results of your challenge, while also making sure you don't post anyone's photos that don't wanna be posted, I'll also talk about my trick to avoid that problem. Fitness coaches, get more clients by learning the secret techniques successful trainers and gym owners are using to grow their business in person and online. Create multiple streams of income by training clients online, selling challenges, and growing your membership. This is the Fitness Business Secrets Podcast, and I'm your host, Christy Oshita. I've built two fitness businesses to about a half million dollars each by improving marketing, sales, and operations. Let's grow your sales and your clients. Hey, Fitness Business Secrets listeners. Before we get to the show, here's something I've been working on. The past few episodes, I've been talking about how you can put on an immunity boost fitness challenge to boost your online training business. One thing that you might be asking yourself is, do I know enough about immunity boosting to put on this challenge? I completely understand. When I started creating the Immunity Boost Fitness Challenge for trainers and small gym owners, I dove into books and books about immunity. What I discovered really surprised me. It also made me confident that if you are an awesome personal trainer, which I know you are, you could help anyone improve their immune system by learning only a few key ideas. During the break, I'll share with you what I discovered. Hi, fitness professionals. This episode, we're going to go over the second part of putting on a hands-on challenge. In the last episode, we talked about doing a pre-challenge coaching session, and there is nine things to do within that coaching session, which would be 30 minutes. Generally, that session is a free session because you're going to be helping them see how you can help them get to their goals with a more premium package that could be anywhere between $500 to $2,000. Now we're going to talk about during the challenge, how do you text and email them in a way that works for your schedule, but gives them that accountability and that excitement so they stay focused on the challenge. So a text message, which I recommend versus email, since it's more personal, it's easier for you to send, easier for them to respond to, could look something like, quote, hey, Jill, Congrats on making it to week two. Good job with pushing yourself in the boot camp last week. How's the eating and workouts going? Question mark. So it's short, it's sweet, and there are four important things that I'm including in this seemingly brief and casual text message. Number one, I start with hi and then their first name versus just hi. They know that we can copy and paste and Sometimes they might not know whose phone number it is because they haven't added our phone number to their cell phone. And seeing a message, they might even not be sure if it's for them. So really starting off with their first name really creates a sense of this is for me and I'm being watched. Number two, a positive compliment. 
So I say, good job with pushing yourself in boot camp last week and making them feel encouraged. Number three, I noticed something Jill was doing. So I was like, good job in boot camp. So I noticed not just like good job so far, which is could work if you haven't seen them, you don't know what to say, but it shows that you saw them in boot camp. And now next time they go to boot camp class, they are going to work hard and think, oh, they're watching me. Number four, the how are you doing question. And note that it's at the end of the message. So when you put a question in the middle of the text, sometimes the receiver just assumes it's sort of a message and not really, you're not really asking how they're doing. Or it's more like a greeting, I think is what I'm trying to get at. So if you say, hey, how are you doing? Just wanted to make sure you are on track and everything's going well. So it seems like more like a good morning. But if you put the question at the end of the message with that question mark, it kind of stands out and it feels like time is waiting for them to respond. And that's what you want. You want a response and you want to create some form of back and forth. And it really won't be a lot. Most people will not text a ton and you most times it won't be a problem. I also highly recommend that you send all of your messages, text messages to all the challengers at the same time. My secret tip to send out these text messages is to use Google Voice. That way you can save your text message template in a Google Doc. The great thing about Google Voice is that they'll give you a free phone number to text or even call from. There's a Google app for a phone app, a Google Voice phone app to use. And you can even get a phone number for free. Not all area codes are included, but you can get something that kind of looks nearby. And and my suggestion is to get on your computer, take out your template and switch out the first name and text each person, whether it's 10 or 30 people. It shouldn't take more than a half hour. And then make sure you have a good 45 minutes after that to respond since you'll probably get a few messages, you know, doing great, and then you can send a awesome, good job, keep it up type of message. And there may be a few back and forths. And you'll probably also get a few trailing messages later. But I don't, they're not going to expect you to respond immediately because they know you're training. So that little amount, it's, it's big. It's big. So that's a big part of the hands-on coaching and it's really going to help keep, keep keep your challengers on track. Now, here's a question. What if everyone starts texting you or somebody starts texting you at all times? First of all, generally that doesn't happen. People are busy, so they're not able to, they don't have the time to constantly bother you. But there might be a one or two people who might ask for too much guidance or help in the text message. Like, well, could you send me a recipe to replace this because I don't like to eat this? Or I'm not sure what to do because I'm not losing weight. So I think encountering questions that ask for way too much advice over text is really the bigger problem that might come up. So here are my tips on how to handle that. Number one, upon registration, be clear how the weekly check-in messages work. In a kind way, you want to let them know that you are checking in with them and they're going to you're going to check in with them weekly and if there's anything that 
comes up that's more intense that you'll probably want to meet with them in person to help them and more better address the problem. And then if someone does ask you for that big ask that's hard to do over text message, invite them to stop by after class to ask them, ask your question in person. This way you can kind of give them some help, of course, but then you want to talk to them about working with you more intensely, maybe 30-minute coaching sessions every week to help address these challenges that people do face when changing their eating habits or workout habits. So the next question might be, well, if I'm going to offer them nutrition advice, don't I need to be a nutritionist or a registered coach, a registered dietitian? And my answer is, is that a registered dietitian generally prescribes like a very specific meal plan, exactly what to eat, and often it's to treat a specific health condition. Instead, what you want to let them know the coaching would be would be to help them execute a more healthy food and healthy lifestyle. So it's health coaching, it's healthy lifestyle coaching, and there's so many things that you can provide them that they probably need more help with than just their meal plan. So for example, compatible food suggestions. So that's not a prescribed meal plan. It's just suggestions. Hey, quinoa better than white rice. How to meal prep, how to think through when they can prepare meals, whether it's in the morning or on Sundays. Eating in social situations, which for me is incredibly challenging. You go to the Thai restaurant with all your friends. How do you stay on plan? Eating on the go, also very challenging for busy professionals, busy moms, busy dads, eating late at night. I raise my hand guilty for that, guilty on that, and definitely need coaching to accountability coaching to stay on point. Eating mindfully, drinking water, getting enough sleep, how to stay active at the office. These are all things that they really need help with, and it's lifestyle changes, food change food habit changes that you can help them with. And it's not just about eat this, eat this recipe. So besides introducing new ideas, uh, helping them think through new lifestyle changes, the big thing you are going to be providing for them is accountability, someone watching them very closely. So in this hands-on coaching program of your challenge, you are keeping them accountable but you're definitely not, you know, just watching them knowing everything they're eating unless they sign up for a more upgraded program with you. So you might ask, well, how would I price that? And would people really pay for that? So the good news is we just turned around what we thought was a problem into a potential new premium client. So we had a client who we thought was asking for too much from us when really we had a client who just needed more help and could potentially be willing to uh, pay for a premium or additional one-on-one phone or webcam in-person healthy lifestyle coaching from us. Now, the pricing is where it might feel awkward and you have to be confident and re-go over Everything I just mentioned about what you can help them with, the meal prep, social situations, accountability, so you can regain your confidence about the value of this additional coaching session. My suggestion is depending on your current price point, 
you can either keep it the same or, you know, if you're doing it remotely and you can save that time of commuting or something, then you can make it five to $10 less. So for example, if you're doing a $39 for a half hour training session, you can do $29 for the coaching session. You know, two coaching sessions, health coaching sessions is $60 for the hour. And if you do it late at night when, you know, you're at home already, that's not a bad deal. So that's how to do the hands-on during, during your challenge coaching and basically do text messages and turn anybody who is looking for more support into, into more training coaching sessions for you. All right. So now we get to talk about the post challenge coaching. So there's two ways to do it. I think I mentioned that in the last episode. One is to do it during the challenge celebration, the closeout event. And so this is assuming you have a space and you're at your own space. That means you have a secluded area where you can sit down with each person for 20 minutes and go over how it went. Pros and cons, you won't really be able to mingle with everyone. And if you have a program such as photos and everything, it might be tricky. Most likely, everyone will do a coaching session at some point during the week after the end of the challenge. Tricky thing there is not everyone will show up. So pros and cons about both. Either way, this is how you want to do it. Hey, thanks for listening. It's time for our quick break. After reading three to four books on immunity, I realized that the key to immunity was a certain set of key vegetables and fruit, sleeping enough, exercising, of course, and definitely reducing stress. So all things that you're doing as a trainer already. However, there is a scientific part to immunity that helps our clients understand how urgent it is to make changes in their life. How do you describe how a virus attacks the human body in a way that convinces people to eat superfood vegetables without putting them to sleep, of course? Do we start talking about macrophages and killer T cells, which are key to the immune system? I think the answer is yes and no. At the end of the show, I'll explain the solution I came up with to talk about the immune system in a way that is interesting and makes sense to all of us regular people. Yes, this will be a way for you to explain the immune system without having to memorize such scientific jargon. Now, back to the show. First of all, this post-challenge coaching is so important because it's that final accountability. In the end, when we think about if we are going to do something or not, we kind of think about the person we're doing it for. Sometimes more so than why, more so than the fact that we want to lose weight or we want to be, we don't want to die. We think about the person who's going to be upset with us or disappointed. So this post-challenge coaching is to remind them that you're going to think about them and you will not necessarily be disappointed, but they might imagine you as disappointed if they don't fulfill their goals that they set in the pre-challenge coaching. So it's really important that you remind them in the pre-challenge coaching that you'll be sitting down with them again, reviewing with them their goals, taking photos, taking measurements, reviewing how they went, and sharing the results with you know others if they give you permission. That's a huge incentive to stay on the plan. And that's why it's important to talk about that 
post-challenge coaching at the time of the start of their registration. In the post-challenge coaching session, you'll do these eight things. Number one, you'll take after photos. Number two, you're going to take after measurements. Number three, you're going to review their goals worksheet that you and them put together, whether you wrote it or they wrote it. Number four, you're going to ask them, well, what worked and well, what didn't? Number five, you'll ask them, well, what did you learn about yourself and about the process? And number six, really important, you're going to say, all right, so we've achieved a lot during this three-week, six-week challenge. We have this much left to go or let's set new goals or let's maintain what we've accomplished. Maintenance is often the hardest part because it's day in and day out. The point is, is that you want to invite them. This is a perfect time because they're so excited about their results and how hard they've been working. And you want to invite them to be part of a maintenance program with you. Get them excited again about the next goals that they can achieve. Maybe they've met their weight loss goals. Maybe it's strength. Now they usually want to start toning, improve their cardiovascular capacity, improve their stretching now that they're a little bit tight. This is the perfect time and one of the biggest reasons why you should have a post-challenge coaching session. This is also why you still need a half hour with each person after the challenge so that you don't rush a sale. Be prepared for this sale pitch part. So have special pricing packages if they sign up that day for a maintenance program and have a specific script and points that you want to include. This is also a good time to demonstrate how much you saw their progress. Review that, wow, look at your photos, look at your measurements, look at the difference in your health and your energy, and also talk about all the things that you've done during the challenge for them, whether it's the text messages, the training, and the, the, what you saw visually in their changes, because that shows how much you are watching them. Even if you were, they were there and they were talking to you while the training, obviously they know you're watching them. But if you talk about how much you thought about them, they really know how much you're dedicated to them. And that's going to help you secure a maintenance program with them. Okay, so that was big. We covered it. Number seven and eight are also really, really big, big items that you have to be prepared for. Number seven is asking for a review. Make sure you have a laptop, tablet with a keyboard ready. In addition, for the review, you want to have the, let's say, the Yelp page or the Google Reviews page, or let's say it's just going to be Google Docs that you're going to, because you're going to put on your website. Just have something ready where you want them to enter the review. If you're an online coach, I think you can still have a Yelp review. So Facebook review, that's definitely key. Pro tip here, if you have a decent phone, a nice, any recent iPhone, ask for the video. Then, oh my God, this is going to blow up your website of review of their success, how much they liked it, a video testimonial. This is where the money is, the post-challenge coaching session and the video uh, and then if they had consented to uh, allowing you to use the their pictures before and after, then you can 
get an online video editor, just put in the before and afters, and bam, you have so much credibility. So the review is really important, and you're either ask you can ask for both, like a video review, and then you also want to ask them to leave a review directly on one of the social media websites like Facebook, Groupon, well, Google, well, Groupon if they bought, got found you through Groupon and, and Yelp. Okay, drum roll please, number eight, referral. Okay, so this is where it's going to really bring it all in, bring it all in. You are going to ask for a referral, actually three referrals, and you're going to have an email all ready to go and you have your computer out. The best way is to say, hey, why don't you just log into your Gmail and you can email all your friends right now because the thing is going to say, well, I don't have their emails. You can email them right now and then you'll have in a Google document the text that they'll just copy and paste into their email and they'll just send everyone a link to and maybe even CC you if they feel, if the client feels very close to you and send them all a link to sign up for a special pass. So if you have boot camp classes or yoga classes, they get a seven day pass and maybe a one on one yoga training session with you. So you're giving them something, their friends really, something really valuable. And the person feels like, well, I did really well in the challenge and I'm giving them a special freebie and they're more likely to do it. Definitely give something special. If you always do seven day passes and they know that, then do a 14 day pass. If they all, if you always do one, one coaching session, personal training session, then do two. The reason is, is because these clients that you're going to get from your friend are going to be the best clients you can have. If that client's amazing, they're going to be hanging out with similar people who are also going to be similarly amazing, probably also have the funds to buy your premium packages. The person is getting a direct recommendation from a friend they trust. So these are going to be the best referrals. You have to bring out your best, best prizes, best bonuses here. Okay. So that's how to get, how to do a post-challenge coaching session. And basically, hopefully at the end of that, you've gotten amazing marketing material content for your Instagram, your website. You've built incredible credibility through a video You've talked to your client and helped them see how much they've progressed. Get them fired up again. Hopefully, with number six, you've signed up, helped them sign up for another maintenance program or set a new goal that you're going to help them achieve. And most of all, well, not most of all, but in addition, you've gotten some referrals from great potential clients that you definitely would want to work with. Okay, so now we're on to the end of challenge winner announcements that you should definitely do in any challenge. So you got all this content, you got videos, you got reviews, you got photos of people working out during the challenge, and it's all on your computer. It's all on your Google Drive. And you know what? It's not doing anything. You need to get it out there. You need to share it with people. You need to put it in an email. You need to put it on Instagram. And the way to do it after the challenge is over, because I mean... It's like the challenge is over, right? Like, what, what are we doing it for? No, no. For like two weeks after the challenge, as you are catching your breath from all of that work and everyone's just, you know, catching their breath also, you are going to just drill it. You're going to put out, you know, posts like, 
congratulations, Caroline, for amazing results during the challenge day one. Day three, you know, maybe a day later, I'm like, wow, Grace, I can't believe how awesome you did in that push-up during the challenge. Good job. Oh, thanks so much, Julia, for recommending us. John did amazing. He increased his strength. You know, every day you can put out something positive. So that's for social media. For email, if you can, the soonest after the post-challenge celebration is when you want to send out the celebration, congratulations, email to your whole list. And so not just the challengers, you're sending it to everyone on your list, including people who are not current clients, people who are clients but weren't part of the challenge, and hopefully now even people who are referrals. And they see, wow, look at that! those fun pictures of people working out, those transformation photos. The interesting thing is, is people love transformation photos. They love personal photos. And so even if they don't know any of those people or just one, they're kind of interested in this email. And that's rare. It's hard to get that create that email that people are really interested in looking at because half the time we're trying to we're, we're talking about a promotion or you know tips which are good but photos are great so so make use of that through that email blast through the social media and then finally in either in the club or if you're a you go one-on-one you can print it out and you can kind of just share it with people like oh well, check out julie she did really good and check out John while he, he really started to beef up his abs in this challenge. And you show the before and after photos. And you can just talk about how you're proud of them. And if that client was like, wow, that's amazing. I have to be, they're going to say, I have to be part of that challenge next time. So end of challenge winner announcements are so important, whether it's social media, email, you know, a bragging board that you carry around or you put up in your club. Oh, okay. Now, quick final tip before we wrap up for today on the hands-on challenge setup is we just talked about those photos being amazing for content and excitement post-challenge. But there's going to be people who don't want their photos anywhere online. And we had that challenge because we had a lot of people who wear a hijab, which is a scarf over their head for religious reasons, much more conservative. And so as at my gym that that I owned and we I wanted to make everyone to feel comfortable and it was tricky. And sometimes I honestly made a mistake because I thought they were in the photo or not. So here's my trick because it was a very big issue at my gym where we were trying to create excitement online. But there was people where we're like, was that the person who didn't want to be in the photo? So this is what you do is first you make sure you have the waiver and then everyone who doesn't want to be, you have to one person be the photo person because they are going to be ultimately in charge. Once they have the waivers and they're going to have a list of people who don't want their photos online. So when you know you're going to take up pictures of a class, you put up a sign and then you have the people who are don't want to be in the photos like in a specific section. And also make sure that you don't accidentally get them in the mirror. And now we're going to assume that you know all of the clients, right? So when you take photos for the end of challenge event and you do, you know, you go around and you say, smile, cheese for the camera, you'll know who's not supposed to, who doesn't want to be in online photo. So A, you'll probably just not take a photo of them and make sure to avoid them. 
or B, if you do accidentally take a photo, what you're going to do in addition to all of the before and after photos is you are going to go into your Google Photos, assuming that's what you use or whatever photo sharing software you have, and then you're going to create an album. You're going to call it the event and the name of your fitness challenge, and then you're going to create a folder that says do not use these photos. And then in that photo folder where you drag and put all of the photos of people who do not want to be used online, you should definitely rename the file name of each photo. So you could put Julie Jenkins and do not post publicly. That way, even if you have someone who's just assisting you to post it, they, there's no way they're going to accidentally post that image because it's number one labeled in a folder and number two, the file name is there and it'll never get accidentally moved. And that's really important because the last thing you want is, let's say, the Julie Jenkins person to come back to you because you posted on Instagram and they're a big client and you've lost their trust. So you definitely then, you know, considering those steps, we do need to kind of spend about two hours post-challenge going through all your photos and organizing them. And you might be doing that anyways because you need to think through your Instagram posts, your Facebook posts, and your email blasts. But definitely important, set aside time, and that way you'll know you're going to be safe when using these multimedias for your media coverage after the challenge. Wow, that was a lot of information. I think it was really helpful, and I'm glad that you guys are now going to have the education to put on a hands-on challenge and really change some lives. So message me if you have any thoughts or questions about putting on one of these challenges. And then the next episode, we will talk about the meal plan kit and how to really integrate a more what-to-do, no-fail method of your fitness challenge. thanks for listening. So we know scientific details really helps our clients get into being healthy and make those changes in their life. It's hard to feel like the damage is really happening when we don't see it and we don't understand it. But at the same time, loading our clients with scientific jargon puts them to sleep and frankly puts me to sleep. So the solution I came up with is a way to explain how the immune system works in a story where the virus is a bad guy and the human body and ourselves is the house that the bad guy is trying to infiltrate. I'm going to do a webinar soon on how to explain the immune system in this way so it really kind of makes sense to you and it makes sense to your followers. Then you can position yourself as someone who can help them boost their immunity and stay healthy. Make sure to join our mailing list fitness at fitnesssecrets.co. That's fitnesssecrets.co, all one word, so you can be notified of the upcoming webinar. Oh, I have three freebies. Number one, get your full edited transcription with bullet points of the key lessons from today's show on our website, fitnesssecrets.co. That's fitnesssecrets with an S at the end, dot C-O. While you're there, subscribe to our newsletter, which gets you access to our monthly freebie marketing and operations content that you can use for your own fitness business. Freebie number two. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe to the show in your podcast player by hitting the subscribe button. Since the show happens because of listeners like you, could you also leave a review? 
If you email us your review at support at fitnesssecrets.co, you'll receive a complimentary one-hour coaching call with me and a $150 credit towards the first challenge that we will be releasing soon. Finally, freebie number three. We started the Fitness Secrets Facebook group. I know thinking and designing of new marketing campaigns, planning out your operations each month for your fitness clients is exhausting. Our goal is for the group to help you plan out your marketing, plan out your operations so you can get more clients efficiently. To join, go to facebook.com and search Fitness Business Secrets. Thanks so much for listening. I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode.